listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm cut that off at the wrong time. To the oh. old man got behind our ass. I don't know about that one. You coming close to the mic, buddy? Yes. All right, man. So, um, this is the Blackout Tips with your host Rod and Karen, and we're back in the house for a feedback episode on the Saturday morning. Yep, yep. Um, bright and early. Yes. Woke up this morning. Yes. Cause Tebow let you wake up. Ah, ah. That's right. Praise Tebow. That's right. Praise him. Praise him. Um, and of course, we're live on. He's got the whole world in his hands. Karen. Yes, he does. Um, all right, so uh, of course, you know, you guys should already know this, but if you're listening at this very second that we are live on vocal, yes, we are, and we want to shout out everybody that's in the chat room. We really appreciate it. We do. You know, all of my fellow T-Boyites in the in the locker room, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That are out there. The locker room of God. That's what we call the church of T-Bow. <laughs> we call it the locker room. Yes. They so, filling up the pews. All my fellow T-Boyites who are in the locker room right now, spreading the word, going out there and testifying on Twitter and Facebook, and letting people know to come check out the show yes. live. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
and we appreciate your comments and stuff like that and of course you can ask questions throughout the show I believe in order to ask a question there's like a button or something yes, a big red button up on your right hand side you click it and type a question and we'll see it and we'll respond and also um, if you have video we can do video chat yeah we'll try to check in between segments and uh, see if there's any questions and stuff like that uh, of course you can find the show uh, if you're not listening live maybe you're listening on uh you know, maybe you're listening through a podcast that you downloaded on iTunes. Yes. You can find us on theblackouttips.com. And when you're there, you can do a tremendous amount of things, including vote on polls that we have for every episode. Uh, when you vote in the poll, feel free to leave a comment. Yes, please do. Yeah, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about it. Let us know why you voted a certain way. If that floats your boat. Um, you can always leave comments on the actual episode, and I'll get to those uh, later in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, donate to the show. We appreciate people that do that. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and uh, you can do one-time donations or recurring donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to our store and buy stuff from the store. Uh, you know, and if you buy something from the store, take a picture in it. Take a picture with it. Take yes, a picture of it. Please do, guys. Let, let people know that you're out there supporting the show because I really think that that goes a long way to show people like, hey, I really am a fan. And, you know, it's also free advertising for us when you wear your shirt out in public or your yes. hat or whatever. Um, but first let me thank the people who donated this week. Uh, we got a couple of recurring donations. My man, Mike B. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it, man. I know that. See you next month. Yes, we'll see you at the same bat time, same black channel. Um, and of course, Tabitha also did a recurring donation. Yes. Thank you, Tabby. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, all right, let me close that now that we passed out the collection plates and uh, we don't take food stamps or checks, so you know, just walking around. PayPal does though, so hook yeah. us up. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, the other thing that we need to do is let people know how to get in touch with us. Let's do that. Now, to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm- Say that again. That is in D-A-T. You can always join our Facebook group. Uh, We're right now at this very second at 2259. There's one away from 2260. So, of course, you guys can uh, always join the group. Tell people on Facebook to join the group. Uh, We appreciate that stuff, and it helps spread the word. It's really a cool thing for you guys to do that. Um, Yes, it is. Of course, also, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186 and we'll take calls later in the show. If anyone feels like calling, no pressure. Not nope. trying to freak you out. Um, and of course, we read all of our feedback and uh, we also read our iTunes reviews. Yes, we do. Now, what kind of iTunes reviews do we read? Because would I read every iTunes review, Karen? No. What is there a specific kind? Is there something you have to do to get your shit read on the show? Yes, they have to be five gold star reviews. But what if they want me to say things that I disagree with when I'm reading it? What if they want me to do that? It don't matter. I'll read it, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's five stars. That's right. Five and that's the stars, only thing that matters. Bitches. Yes, bitches. That's correct, Karen. <laughs> she has already been drinking, y'all. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, man, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. It is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And you have to make that face when you say it. That's right. <laughs> A lot of y'all out there saying Bullet Ball Extreme and you don't have that face, then you're not saying it right. Nope. 
Um, Alright, so what do you want to do first? iTunes views, got comments on the show, got Facebook, emails. Uh, let's do iTunes first. Oh, we're going straight to iTunes. Let's get into the meat of the yes. show. Yes. Um, let's see here. Who are the last people that sent one? Uh, I think we already did this one. So, October 2nd, I believe is the, the one that we need to do. Yep. Oh, wait. Did Mr. Ezel do, did we do his last week? Oh, you know, let's do it twice. We did. Just in oh, case. Yeah. I mean, it's five stars. Yes. Another five-star review is the title of this five-star review, which is actually another five-star review for us. Yes. It doesn't get much better than Rod and Karen. I found this podcast by following Rod on Twitter after hearing him speak daily on The Morning Jones and have been hooked ever since. The Black Guy Who Tips is the only place where you can find high-level discussions of politics, race, music, movies, TV, the culinary arts, and sword exploits across the nation. And did I mention they somehow cover all the topics while simultaneously being hilarious? <laughs> Do yourself a favor and check out the Black Guy Who Tips. And he put TBGWT. No sword ratchetness. Nope. That is his hash mark. And let her cook. Yes. Yes, of course let her cook. Uh, keep it up, guys. That's Mr. Ezel on Twitter. Yes, um, and I must uh, say something. When I was on the car in the car coming home. I heard them interviewing Herman Cain. He said something ridiculous, and before I knew it, I said, "Let Herm cook." I was fussing at the man. That's right. <laughs> I saw an interview the other day. Lawrence O'Donnell was trying to go in on Herman. I said, "Hey, hey, hey!" I let that man cook. What's wrong with you? Asking these serious questions. <laughs> He got a live studio audience. You can't be doing that. He tried to accuse him of draft dodging. I was like, hey, Herm had, Herm had to cook back then. That's right. He joined the Navy. He was a civil servant, a.k.a. indentured slave. Now ah. let that man cook. Yes, let him cook. Uh, Mudrow writes, Ron and Karen are the best five stars. He says, <clears throat> you know what? Y'all right. In his right day voice. Ah. Ron and Karen are the best podcast ever. So I'ma call up to the Breakfast Club and let Charlemagne and Angela Yee, Angela Yee know who got podcasting on lock. Hold it down, and when I get my bill stabilized, I will donate because I will be a benefactor of the TBGWT. Happy anniversary and happy Jesus, Rod. Can a brother get a retweet every once in a while? Alright, I'm done. Mudro. First of all, it is happy Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus to you. Ah! Sweet baby Jesus. Second of all, no, you can't get a retweet every once in a while. It's my Twitter. My account. I decide. <laughs> Please me. <laughs> thought, my, thought leader Rodham was fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> At least that's I don't what know. The, you say some shit. Said. You say some shit to me worth retweeting. I guess I will. But I'm going to tell you right now. Y'all niggas need to stop obsessing over them retweets. Them shits don't get you no followers that you want. Trust. No. Trust. I, I told you the other day, Questlove retweeted me saying all that deep shit about uh, my man um, Steve Jobs dying. And I was being unfollowed left and right yesterday because motherfuckers just follow so hard. Oh, let me get them. And then they see me tweeting like, man, my white friends are some crazy ass niggas. Unfollow. <laughs> too uh, much. Uh, uh. <laughs> Already too much. No, can't take the booty pics. I'm out. Short and sweet love, five stars. Uh oh. By Soul Crisable. First of all, I would like to give honor and praise to that dynamic prophet Tyrese Gibson. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Oh. This is one of those. Oh. 
It's gonna be one of those. I huh? Sting. I was hoping that would say Tebow. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, I will give honor and praise to the dynamic prophet Tyrese Gibson. I know you all follow his teachings to the T. Anywho, I love y'all, and I hope Steve Harvey promotes his latest book, Act Like a Thug, Think Like a Simp, co-authored by, of course, Drake. (laughs) Uh, I read it and made my man read it. Magic. Didn't Tyler Perry approach you about making the stage play TV (laughs) reality? I think he threw up a little bit in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> you might want to drink that water. I'm about to say. Or that orange juice vodka I was drinking. I got to cleanse my palate for this one. Um, Didn't Tyler Perry approach you about making the stage, pay, stage play reality TV show yet? Can't wait for y'all to have some chocolate chubby cheek babies. Anyway, you know, I was show. I, I saw a clip from the show. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yes. Uh, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, uh, the, the Saw movies are scary. No, nigga, that's scary. Yes. You just have a baby. Like, I no, no one was planning for this shit. No. You just wake up to, to, to take a shit at night. Next thing you know, it's crying in the toilet. Mm-mm. Ah! Now that's some scary shit. That's scary. Yes, that is. I'm respons- responsible for another life. Anyway, uh, she says, anyway, love y'all. Next time I'm in Charlotte, sushi on me. Thank you. Well, you keep making me read this Tyler Perry shit. We will never meet. <laughs> Trojan Scooter says Herm is not adorable Five stars Oh, Herman Kane is not adorable He is my crazy uncle that nobody listens to Or leaves alone in the kitchen Tyler Perry uh. is one of the most Prolific writers of this generation mm-hmm. Steve Can you imagine if someone got a hold of just the MP3s Of the parts When I read shit I hate uh-huh. And just made like just clips Of me saying tons of shit that I disagree with like, Steve uh, Harvey is the best. Tyler Perry, I love him. Herman Cain is ugly, and I hate this motherfucker. Like, wow. Wow. Uh, I don't like black people. Yeah. Steve Harvey saved my marriage. Keep an eye out on for my stage play, Wet Dreams, co-directed by Tyler. LOL, love the show. Uh, Keep up the good work, peace. A lot of people want me to work with Tyler Perry this week. Yes, they do. Garland McNeil says, We got seven Rolls Royces, five stars. Uh-oh. That title had no substance, but this is five-star reviews. <laughs> I like how he knew. He's like, yeah, this is, no. Um, but yeah, this <laughs> that title had no substance, but this five-star this five-star review, review, so y'all will read this shit. And he censored shit, so you can get some stuff past the iTunes censors. Y'all some real gangsters for doing these podcasts three times a week. Just wanted to let you know, a guy at the gym I go to tried to steal my iPod when I put it in my bag when I went to get a water, and I caught him and beat his ass. He touched my iPod, Uh so I touched that nigga. Ah! (laughs) Thank you, Ray J. Yes, and he censored that really, really well. Q-Dential writes in and says, I guess I'm ratchet, dot, dot, dot. Five stars. Oh. That's right. Sometimes people don't know that they're ratchet, and they can only find their inner ratchetness through the blackout tips, Karen. We help them find it. That's right. Everybody got an inner ratchetness. What up, Rod and Karen? I've been listening to your podcast since Bomani Jones said one morning on the now dead, the morning Jones, Gabby Sai. 
that you guys can say the things he's not allowed to say. Oh, you got that right, you cunt licker shit asshole. Fuck ass damn pussy and titties. No FCC here. Oh, come find me. Um, <laughs> being, being the type of Negro I am, I knew I had to listen to your show. Um, I must say, I'm hooked, and you guys put out a nice quality program. Before I go, I would like to say Steve Harvey is my idol. <sighs> Why? We were doing so well, Kipenta. You almost had it. <laughs> like three sentences to go, and he was like, fuck this shit, I'm ratchet. <laughs> Make him say some dumb shit. <laughs> Before I go, I would like to say Steve Harvey is my idol. Tyrese should have won an Oscar for his performance in Baby Boy. Oh. And I, Rodimus Prime, must confess that I am one of Ray J's goons. Ah, ah, we over here turned on. <laughs> Keep up we the going great back work. to back. Butt cheek to butt cheek. We slapping that nigga. <laughs> Are we live? Uh, LOL. Keep up the great work, Rod and Karen. Q Dental 3 on Twitter. All right, man. Thank so cool. Thank you. Keep sending in the five star reviews, guys. <laughs> And people, if you, if you want some cool people to follow, man, go check out these five-star reviews because I see a lot of people are leaving their Twitter handles yeah. at the end of their review. So, you know, if you're like, I need people to follow, there you go. Follow some uh, fans and stuff and uh, stay up on it. So what do you want to do next, Karen, now that we've done these terrible five-star reviews this week? Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, our Facebook group is The Black Guy Tips. So you can find us by going to Facebook.com slash the Black Guy Who Tips, or just search in The Black Guy Who Tips. Our shit will come up. Yes, it will. Um, and let's see what these motherfuckers are talking about this week. Um, let's see. Uh, where, where did we start? The Chill Factor. Yes. That was the first show that we did. On The Chill Factor, we got a couple comments. Uh, this, uh, I call it The Chill Factor because Chill called and left a message, and we played it on the air. Yeah. She actually left a couple messages, but I played the one that we could play that yes. didn't have her phone number on it. Yeah. And like and I, I want to live. Yeah, she she threatened us. She threatened us. So I was like, uh-uh. No, I, I won't play that one. No. Gabrielle, a.k.a. Gabby, says, Sorry for my semi-ratchet comment. I was trying to say that thanks to reality TV, I have learned to tone down my sipping ways. That is what I was trying to say, but forgot some necessary verbs, adjective nouns, and whatnot. <laughs> I understand, Gabby. Stop, Karen. No, you, she didn't put Gabrielle's sign on that oh, one. Oh, my bad. Don't be just bad. adding shit. We're not picking on Gabby no more. She doesn't play that. Okay, and she I'm was sorry. very offended. And I apologize on behalf of Karen and Gabrielle. Latoya says, all right, chill. I ain't going to be eating on too many more dicks, damn it. Fuck Mario Chalmers. Ah, uh, that's more like it. And, of course, hopefully both of them will be here tomorrow when we do our show. And we can uh, hear what they have to say to each other live. Well, we'll be live. And then you can hear it on podcast later. Yes. Leonard says, checking out the vocal show from earlier is pretty cool. Man, Chill's emails are funny. She even types funny as hell. Glad people like her and the other Morning Jones people are hollering at you on your show. It's a good look. Um, and he also quoted, literally put words in somebody's mouth. Chill from Miami. LOL, I love her. She's the shit. And I said, thanks, man. It's a credit to what Bo created. Mm-hmm. Bringing so many people together. Um, and he says, word, it really sucks that the station he was on folded. I know there were other shows and listeners who are missed, but as a fan of Bo's show, it really stinks. As he said the day uh, Mike's mom passed, TMJ, the Morning Jones, 
really had a family atmosphere. I, I was new to the show and at the time, but I felt it right then. Even reached out to Mike via the t- uh, the Morning Jones page to give my condolences. In addition to that, I came to know, quote-unquote, folks like you, Rod, Toya, Chill, Stacy, and all the rest of the people whose voices I heard five days a week for the few months I got to listen. I left, I felt that, I felt like part of the family you all created. Uh, hopefully there will be something like that again in the future. But until then, I thank both Rod and Karen for this show. It's a pleasure to listen to you. Keep doing what you do. So thank you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that, man. Seriously. Um, of course, Occupy Wall Mart was another episode that we had. One we went down to Urban to Underground Sound Studios and recorded with the Shadow Dog Productions crew. Yes, we did. A lot of people that are on this movie, the uh, Dirt Cheap Therapy, which will be released later on this year. Yes. And um, I kept slipping up and accidentally saying <laughs> ah, ah. that Candace, the mom most traveled on Twitter, yes, was not an actress, and I apologized so many times. And uh, she she fucked she made some jokes about it on the page. She, she said she's just playing. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I had a couple people submit articles. I took a picture of my newest purchase, yes. NBA 2K12. I see. I folded. Yes, you did. My principals went out the door. I said, nigga, I have to play Magic Johnson is on the cover. It's not my fault. Blame well, Magic. didn't pay full price, though, y'all. He didn't pay full price. Yeah, I had $30 in coupons. That's right. Uh, Aaron says, do they actually have rosters for NBA teams or just the all-time teams? Nigga, I don't know. I haven't played yet. Aaron, uh-huh. the other Aaron says, you done with Gears already? No. I just love this game so much. I had to have it the day it came out. Um, Aaron says, I just looked it up and they basically carried the rosters over from last year and rookies will be added by roster update once the lockout is over. So Xbox Live, no rookies. Ever says, can't wait until I land tomorrow to get mine. Thought you were boycotting it though, right? And I said, yes. I changed my mind, baby. I'm back in the game. I was feeling I needed that shit. Okay? Don't judge me. Uh, And then Ever said, we got to play a game. Um, And thank you on your Steve Jobs tweet. Really spoke to the situation and his importance, sir. Thanks. So, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um... Also posted that we our, our audio play drive through where people can go buy it and support the show. Um, a lot of I posted the Steve Jobs comment. People were going back and forth about the importance of Steve Jobs. You want to get in the debate, the discussion? Make sure you go over there and check it out. But um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, really appreciate Steve Jobs, and I thought the debate about whether he dropped out of school and all that shit was really silly and besides the point. Uh, Me too. We gotta have teachers and resources there to give our creative minds a platform to create. That's basically the only thing I'm saying. We, I don't want to get into the minutia of how we're gonna change uh, school system. I don't know all the answers. I just hope that you know people aren't out here just cutting willy-nilly trying to get rid of uh teacher jobs and, and education and, and, and schools and stuff like that just to save a little money. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I posted a link, speaking of uh, you know cutting things, 60-year-old rapper who is, who is rapping about... Did you see this? There's a 60-year-old rapper and he's uh, rapping about having a bad knee and shit. Wow, would you rather arthritis taking pills? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna have to edit this in the post anyway, but I'll, I will, I'll play some for the audience in case they didn't hear it. Um, let me get to the actual rap because this motherfucker was hilarious. No, that's not it. 
Dropping it low. Um, yes, to have arthritis, he was. There's one part, and there's another video too. There's one part in that video where that nigga like does a push up and starts acting like he's pumping the ground. I'm like, whose granddaddy is this? Aww. Um. Okay. Also, uh, we had some comments on the No More Drama podcast, which is our latest one on Thursday. Yes. Um. And this is Leonard. He asked, "What song was I using at the 18:20 mark?" And it was um. It was High Power by Kendrick Lamar. That's what I played right before we started, started the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he said, Yo, Rod, if I'm not mistaken, I heard you talk about Kendrick and Section 80 on the low before. It seems like I remember you saying that was one of, if not the best things you've done so far. Uh, that is that that is that correct? If so, I'm going to cop that joint and give it a listen. Yo, um, yo, Section 80 is dope as shit. That, that yes. shit is a classic. I've been rocking it for a while. Now. I, I love it. I, it, it. It does require a little bit of um, investment. Like, you're probably not going to get it the first couple times through. And by get it, I mean, like, th- there's, there's so many messages and themes in this album. Overarching themes. So many stories being told. Um, some of the interludes where he's talking is a little heavy-handed because... It's almost like, nigga, I, I get that. But maybe it's for people that didn't get it. But um, just a beautiful album. I I, I, really, I listen to it all the time. Several times a week. Um, Same here. Yeah. I, 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 really, I really love that album. All right. So that's the Facebook page. Um, we got emails. We got comments on the uh, actual blog post and yes, all that stuff. Let's do that. All right. So we're going to go to theblackouttips.com. And we're going to check out the polls. We're going to check out comments on the episodes. The first thing I need to do, though, is I, I forgot to read Gabby's comment from last week. So I, I want to read that uh, first, and then we'll I'm get sorry, into the Gabby. new comments. Yeah, that was my fault. All, all on me, Gabby. I read it earlier in the week and then totally forgot I didn't read it. So she was commenting on um, episode 219, Rhodesia, Somalia, and Detroit. Um, and she says... Just wanted to say that I was totally feeling that SWV song, Anything, back in the day. Yes, I wore my tank tops and baggy jeans, but no Timberlands. We was hecka poor. Now, I agree that SWV was a bit ratchet. Yes. But they were not too different from most of the girl groups in the early 90s, such as Escape, Total, Jade, etc. But I could but I could still bump to all of them and will burn some SWV songs later in the day. As for the last meal for a death row inmate, yes. Two exclamation points, caps lock. He's serious. Our judicial system is so corrupt, inefficient, biased, crooked, and full of tomfoolery and ratchetness that it makes Florida look like a bastion of progressiveness. Wow. Let the person who will be executed, sadly at times in error, have a last meal. We have already paid $30,000 a year for their incarceration. So what does one meal, even if it costs $100 or more, really matter in the bigger scheme of things? On the real, a last meal is the least of things we should be discussing when it comes to the major issue of capital punishment, which I agree is needed in some cases like Dharma or Gacy, etc., but not in others such as the teenager Lee Malvo, etc. 
but that is another issue for the, as for and for the governor or warden or whomever who decided to outlaw the last meal is just another example of the evils and bias within the penal system free mamia free leonard peltier smiley face okay that's quite a rant gabby um and i think what was what the issue was for people who were like anti-death penalty but also anti the last meal they were saying like it's such a symbolic gesture it makes them look sympathetic the court the, the actual but court reality, system they're not yeah. yeah um of course on the episode dear ron paul people ain't shit max glenn left a comment obama or paul which would you choose because to me ron paul seems like a white obama Ah, ah. Um, I would choose Obama over Ron Paul. Uh, I think Ron Paul is just completely. He's just he depend his plans depend too much on the kindness of people, and you know I don't believe in the kindness of people. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I I, I yeah. don't believe people would do the things Ron Paul thinks they would do in absence of a government intervention. I don't believe it's based on everybody making the right decisions at all times, and that's not reality. Yeah, even the things he thinks are motivated by profit, I don't believe people would do them because people ain't shit. You know, like, hey, you would put your neighbor's house out if it was on fire because you don't want the fire to spread to your house. No, I don't think people would. I think they would water their yard right where that fire is ending and make sure they shit don't catch on fire and then watch your shit burn down and go, hey, you didn't have the money to get called the fire department, which you have to pay for because libertarians believe you should have to pay for social services like that. And the government should be as small as possible and that companies will step in and, and take over the role of government in places where they normally wouldn't. And I don't believe that. Me either. Um, Alright, so we had a poll, speaking of Max Glenn. Is Max Glenn a rapist? Mm-hmm. Now, um, Max Glenn said some rapey shit in response to another poll that we did uh, last week. Mm-hmm. It said some stuff about sometimes you gotta take the pussy and all this stuff. And I think that is a rapey thing to say. So I'll put it up to the to the audience. You know, what do you guys think? Let's get a fair, scientific uh, answer to is Max Glenn a rapist? And, of course, the options were yes, definitely, probably, no doubt, certainly, affirmative, and, of course, he is. Well, um, yes, won the poll with 36%. Uh, definitely had 7%, probably had 21%, no doubt had 7%. Certainly didn't get any votes. So people don't think he's... Yeah, they don't think he's certainly a rapist. Uh, affirmative got 7%, and of course he is, got 21%. So, uh, Matt Glenn says, define rape. Zick, fuck that shit. Do I look like a rapist? Nah, dude, I look like a Hawaiian, even though I'm not. Frowny face. Uh, fuck it, I'm on to you bitch ass niggas and honkies, said. I love that name. Dirty motherfucker, ha. <laughs> okay. That was his commentary on this. Miss Crisable said, dude listens to too much mystical. What do you want for your last meal, nigga? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah, that dude sounds like a rapist. Uh, we had another poll. We went down to Shadow Dial Productions. Yes. And we did the episode Occupy Walmart. A question that I posed to the entire panel was, who do you identify with more, heroes or villains? Yes. Everyone in the room picked villains, except Con- Candace was kind of on the fence. You know, she yes. she would rather, she didn't want to be cancer. She'd rather be Julia Roberts. Um, but, ah! I uh, you know, I posed the question to the audience because I wanted to know what they thought. Um... 
heroes or villains? Who do you identify with more? And I was surprised because heroes won the poll. 54%. A lot of people want the appearance of being good, even if the hero is screwed up and have messed up balls and all that kind of stuff. It was a very tight poll. Yes, it was. I mean, 54% to 46%. I mean, and it was tied for days until, you know, until recently. Um, and the thing is, I still think everybody's villains because even the best villains think that they're heroes. Did I just blow your mind? That's right, I just did. <laughs> Adjective J says, I identify with villains. Heroes are the people who see you speeding and tell you that if you continue speeding, they can't ride with you. Heroes are the people who, upon receiving the hookup, go back into McDonald's and return the fries because they didn't pay for them. Heroes are the people who see you have 13 items in the 12 items or less line and they try to call you out on the, your mathematics. Heroes are the neighbors that see you and your friends standing in the street in front of your house and call the cops on you for loitering. In short, heroes are dicks. Ah! That's a good point. Thank you, Adjective J. <laughs> it's really hard to argue with that logic. Corbin says, I voted for both heroes and villains. And to dovetail my answer perfectly, Mario and Link are simps who keep their who keep saving Peach and Zelda who are dumb enough to keep getting kidnapped by the same person. Ah, yes they are. And we should all have that captain we should all have that Captain Save a Ho in us. Most of us would give up after saving her ass the first couple times. Bowser and Ganondorf, uh is that his name? I thought his name was just Ganon. But okay, Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keeps trying to gank all the power stars and the Triforce and the princesses and keep ah. falling. Keep yeah, failing. That's that Zelda talk. Every time, world would be a better place if we had that irrepressibly irrepressibility. So just people that never give up. Only dummies keep falling at the same crime, failing at the same times in life. <laughs> Most of us fail at something one time and give up on it. So, all right, I guess he voted for both. Peter Moore says, "I gotta say, villains rock. Heroes have to maintain a positive relationship with the public and give a fuck." That uh, what people think. Look at the difference between Hancock and Superman. Lex Luthor would have had one shot with all that bullshit, and Hancock would have beat his ass to death. But Superman would just drop Lex Luthor off in jail and wait for him to break out again. Heroes don't even have time to sleep. They're out all night worried and that, that villains might be up to something. Villains just lay around until they get an idea. Lastly, let's not forget about the wages. Villains' wages are based on how much they can carry from the crime scene. Heroes, ah. heroes take the money back. Heroes work for free. What kind of shit is that? Don't you have bills, Rod? You can't afford to be a hero in Obama's America. That's what I'm saying. Ah, ah, ah. Tatum says I identify more with villains. They just seem to have way more fun than heroes do. Yeah, a lot of times they don't get the bitches. They have the sex. You know, they go partying, they go drinking. Drugs. Yes, they have henchmen. And you can kill people, and that just seems fun. <laughs> Uh-huh. Killing people who are incompetent. I dream about that every day at my job. Yes. Yeah? Like, you didn't do it. I, okay. Let me talk to you for a second. Uh, Tayrail713 says, I always ride for heroes. I go straight to my childhood hero, Optimus Prime, who sacrificed himself for his fellow Autobots. On my word, it, it is how I have lived and still do my life to this day. Give so that others may have. Villains are in some cases fun, but I can get enough villainy from DC and churches and shit. So, alright. That was a close poll, though. A lot of heroes, a lot of villains out there. 
Um, alright, in the last poll, I said a couple weeks ago that Hank Williams looked racist to me. And I wouldn't, I was not shocked that he had this controversy comparing Obama to Hitler and, uh, you know, calling him the enemy and... But I bet you he's shocked he can't cash them ABC checks no more. So I asked the, the fans, were you shocked by Hank Williams? 4% said yes. So, we almost had everybody be like, no, that nigga is stupid. But... One person was like, yes! I was shocked! Probably was somebody just voting to be funny. Um, yes, how can he be so stupid 4%? No, he looks stupid to me 96%. So 96% of people are smart. Mm -hmm. Corbin Macklin says, I'm not surprised because you can look at uh, that nigger and tell that nigger says nigger a lot. Yes. If it, look, if it looks like a redneck, sounds like a redneck, probably smells like a redneck, it's probably a confederate flag loving redneck. I don't get any comparisons to Hitler because I don't remember reading about Hitler care, any bailouts, or stimulus checks. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Uh, uh, uh. Like, the, like, our political rhetoric has gone so extreme. We're comparing the president to, hero, to, to Hitler because he wants to put, like, a 2% tax back on the, the taxes that were already there. Like, hey, we took off. We went too far. We're losing money. Can we go back to what we were at? You are a socialist Hitler, motherfucker. Get away from us. Uh, let's see. Also, I haven't heard of Obama's plan to eradicate an entire race. Only thing they have in common is time person of the year. I mean, yeah, they act like Obama going around and, like, getting everybody that's rich and, like, put them in, uh, what, you call, what you call them, rich camps? Yeah, right. And shit like that. Yeah. Oh, you make over a million dollars, you gotta go to the rich camp. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, Delfrano says, simply put, I don't, I don't put nothing past these cats. A cracker ass cracker can. Ah! That is a cat. Okay, thank you. Learned a new word. All those. Oh, why would you even teach Karen that racist shit? Ah, ah, why? Ah. I don't need that shit on the show. <laughs> All these old ass white motherfuckers is racist. Their individual tolerance level depicts how much they can put forth. The facade of how much they can tolerate our black asses enough to bite their tongues or lash out. Dream killer. Um, so yeah, Delfrano believes you can't trust any white people, which I would say I disagree with, so. Yes. But that's his stance. Anyway, that's all the stuff for the comments. Uh, let's check out the Gmail, and, uh, I'll just check to see. Oh, we do have some questions. Should we do these questions now? We can. Alright, let's see here. Phil Lyric said, what's the name of that song? I'm assuming that you're talking about High Power when we started the show. I don't know. I'm guessing. Uh, Brent shows wants everyone to subscribe to his YouTube channel. Should I tell them where it's at? No. Also, let's see what else is going on. Delete that nigga shit. Stop spamming me, nigga. And Mega Skater just says hi. Hey, hey, how do you, Mega Skater? <laughs> we not put the questions up. That's right there. No, you, you read oh. the stuff and you ain't changing it. You ain't putting the other questions. Oh, hi, nigga. Thank you. The end. Thank you. All right, now let's go to uh, the podcast email. Um, this one is from Untraceable oh. at Gmail. But, uh, his real name is Lonzo. Rod and Cameron. I recently listened to show 219, and you're right on about middle management. I've been in the management position for over five years. Until recently, I felt like I was regressing through my retail company. I've always seen how they work the shit out of people that are in my position when I was younger. 
uh, or he, he said he saw that when he was younger. Yes, it wasn't a big deal back back then because I didn't care about doing my work and still enjoying my free time. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like every time I want to take a day off or vacation, something comes up that I'm needed to work. It is bullshit. They just don't know that I'll be taking my talent to South Beach or something soon. I don't blame you, dog. That shit gets old. Man, that's dirty, y'all. Um, Rachel who you might know as at Get Off My Planet on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they actually have their own podcast, podcast about anything, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, her husband d- does. Ink yeah, her and Renee, me. Mr. Ink Inside Me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel says, I'm listening to The Chill Factor, and I don't really have any anything to comment on the show. Okay, never mind. I guess I do. I'm going to say, <laughs> wow. Maybe uh, the black guy who tips sex toy would be a good idea. Uh-oh. Anyways, I did want to say I had a really fun time in the Netflix party with Karen yesterday. We did. Karen, tell them about your Netflix party and what happened. We did. How do you how do you do it and how do people become a part of it? Okay, well, I do uh, Netflix parties and a lot and a lot of times um, it's it's kind of something that I do. A lot of times it's me, it's Ty Diamond. What do you do, Matt? Oh, okay. For those of you who are Netflix members, only X and you have an Xbox Live. You can't. We can't just do a Netflix to Netflix. You have to have an Xbox Live. And um, I put my name out there. My um, Xbox Live name is say that again. We can be friends. So whenever I go on Xbox Live through my Xbox, you can go on Xbox Live to your Xbox, and we can meet up. And um, you also need a, a Xbox mic, not the standard mic. You need an Xbox mic so we can talk to each other over the movie, and we can watch the same movie at the same time while we're talking. This is what we did with her, and we had actually good time. And did you watch some classic movies like Goodwill Hunting or Usual Suspects? Some of the great movies that I would rate five stars out there, Terry. Oh hell no, we don't watch the good shit. We watch the bad shit. We watch the exploitations. We watch. Uh, we've seen the movie called uh, Hobo with a Shotgun with Andrew J. And it's normally a crew of us. Normally it's me. It's Andrew J. High Diamond. Uh, Phenom Black. Uh, Trojan Scooter comes in every now and then. And just whenever people are online, um, a lot of times I tweet about it. I know uh, Adjective J um, does his called We Talk Over Movies, and he scheduled his on Saturdays. And we just have a really, really good time. We had a blast with her. Once she got her microphone on and stuff, we started talking. And she knows her fact. We ha- we do. We ha- we crack jokes. We pick fun. Uh, and we love watching terrible movies. Um, and uh, are there any rules of etiquette to the movies? Like, do, can, do people just come in and just start talking all up the storm and talking all over everything? That's cool? No, um, most of the time we actually do watch the movie. A lot of times we just, if something funny happens, we just crack jokes over things that's happening. We actually do watch the movie, so I don't think you're just going to come on and just talk just to talk because, you know, you kind of interrupt the movie. There are some times when we do talk over the movies, and also you need to be in the Netflix party. You know, um, that makes a difference too. Just don't join the party and just talk. Be in there so you can actually see what we're seeing because that's half the fun. Yeah, I don't really have Netflix parties as often because I actually like watching my stuff on Netflix. Ah. So I don't really invite people into my party, but you know, if I do, I'll tweet it out or something, but very rarely because, you know, motherfuckers be talking too much. Um, alright, so she says my it was my first time using the service. Also, thank you, Karen, for being my first Xbox friend. Yay! I really am not very smart with technical stuff. Oh, would love to have Karen on the podcast about anything. Show club. Yes. We just need to learn Pamela. Okay, I'll be there. Uh, we could always take a bumper for the show, though. Wink, wink. 
just love the show so we got to you we know later we'll get together and be like you know listen to podcasts about anything motherfucker and, and then we'll play it before this show cool um david sent us some other racist places because we talked about niggerhead ranch on the last show yes for Rick Perry, um, but apparently that's not the only racist place in America. Uh-oh. Also in Texas, Dead Negro Draw. Ah! <laughs> I guess he drew a little slow, yes. and now that nigga's dead. That's right. Um, Negro Head Lake, New England. Wow. Negro Head Peak, Nevada. Wow. Yeah, must, I think that's about Sheldon Williams. Negro Bill Canyon. That's what Little Bill is? In Utah. Dago Peak in Idaho. I don't know. Wow. White Settlement, Texas. <laughs> well, in all fairness, isn't that all of America? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Up top. Squall Tit Butt. What a name. Dead Negro Sloth, Missouri. Wow. Chinks Peak. Wow. Niggerly Cottage. Now, 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 see, that's in the UT, UK. That's not even in America. So I don't think you can bring that one up. Nigger Creek in Australia. That's in Australia. And Nigger Hill, which is also, also in, Australia. in Australia. So some of those I don't count because, you know, they ain't in America. They don't have our same type of racism. That's not fair to put on them. All right. Uh, this is for Karen from Reggie. Uh, he's sending a couple pictures. Um... And it says, it's a picture I guess he puts up whenever he tries to take a, a nap at work. Yes. It's, you want to read it? <laughs> I'm taking a nap. If you make me up, if you wake me up for something unimportant, I will buy you a cute puppy. Wait. For, uh, I'll wait for you to fall in love with it and then murder it in front of you. Sincerely. Don't wake me up. Seriously. Oh, seriously. Oh, sincerely or seriously, don't wake me up. So, yeah, he said that picture. That was funny. Yes. Thank you. That is not a joke. No, that is not. David writes in, what up, Rod and Karen? Yes. Listen to to the podcast, Smellivator, and I have a comment about the NCAA. I have two kids in college. My daughter on a basketball scholarship and my son is on an academic scholarship. Both have full rides. Praise Tebow. Praise him. I have two kids in college. My oh, I said that already. Somebody <laughs> gotta say it twice, Karen, because the the spirit yeah, of Tebow gets in you. Uh, just to let you know about the real NCAA and how they are, uh, how how they in the schools care about the at, student athlete, quote unquote. I wanted to tell you about my experience. I need to get this off my chest. Oh. My job offers $1,500 scholarships for kids in the household during their freshman and sophomore year. My daughter is a year ahead of my son, and when I put in for the scholarship for her, it was accepted and sent to the school. I thought that the extra money would be given to her uh, for her to use as she needed. Instead, we received a letter saying that since she's on athletic scholarship, the athletic scholarship will be reduced by $1,500 so she will remain eligible. Now, ain't that some shit? The next year, my son earned a full academic scholarship other business scholarships and the one for my job. Um, yeah, he get, yeah he gets paid to go to school. All of the money over his school expenses is given back to him each semester. Yep. My daughter was asked, quote unquote, forced 
to quit a job waitressing because the school said it would have, it would have trouble tracking her tips. They also told her that she can't work during the season and while conditioning. So basically, she can't work from August until mid-April. Nope. So guess who has to pay for everything? At night, I asked Tebow for help and guidance, but he doesn't answer. Aww. Now let's, well, Tebow works in mysterious ways, Karen. You know, when you look back and see those footsteps, you realize Tebow was carrying you. It wasn't you carrying uh-uh. Tebow. Now let's talk about it. Those ratchet-ass coaches that are, quote-unquote, guiding these student-athletes. My daughter signed her letter for intent in October of her senior year. Uh, the head coach quit two months later. So we were stuck going to school without a plan for the future. The new coach had a completely different style of play, walking it up the court, 10 passes, then shoot if you have time left. This wasn't what we signed up for, so we asked about transferring to another school. Well, the coach said that they were thinking about not renewing her scholarship anyway, so they wanted to finish the year, then discuss it. Wow. Yeah, most people don't understand. Scholarships are a yearly basis. It's an at-will type thing. Like, they will have you back if they decide to. So, when you see these guys tear a knee ligament and shit like that, that could literally be their entire future walking out, getting carted off that field. A lot of people don't know that. You just assume, like, well, they got a full ride, four years. Nope. Nope. Um, after the year, she promised a faster pace for the following year, said my daughter would fit perfectly into her new system, so she came back for her sophomore year, but it was more of the same in year two. We got to the point of only cheering for our daughter and whoever was playing, pay, playing us. Uh, they didn't go over, that didn't go over well, but, they, but we got our release to transfer. By the way, did you guys know that when a recruiter's in town, the, for the players pay to entertain them? Huh? We didn't either, but if the school pays, it's a violation. Where are the players supposed to come up with money to entertain new recruits? So, like, the player pays to take them out on the town, go to a club, stuff like that. The stuff that they do for these kids when they're trying to recruit them. The players have to pay for that. I didn't know that. I can't stand the well, NCAA. I'll tell you one thing. A lot of schools are violating that shit. You think kids are coming out their pockets trying to recruit your I, ass? I really don't know the answer to that. Uh, I can't stand the NCAA and all the fucked up restrictions they put on players, but want them to do all the things regular students do, plus study tables, plus practice, plus community service, service. plus host recruits, all the while keeping a higher GPA than the average student is allowed. I've ran it long enough. Peace and keep up the good work. The Barber Man. NCAA, fuck you. I feel you on that. That's why I said some bullshit when people talk about the NCAA and their scholarship. Nah, they treat your ass like a, what you call those, rent like a, like you do those cars you get and you renew every year. A lease? Yes, they treat you like a lease. They're like, alright, you good, we bring you back, alright, you ain't, I'm dropping this contract. So Toya, aka Mikhail Taz on Twitter says, I sipped in my past. That's the title of this. Ah! Yes, Rod. As I stated in my subject line, I did simp back in the day. Uh-oh. I can't remember a time or four or five that I paid for some bitch rent and this hoe didn't give me no ass. <laughs> After the fifth time, I learned never do, never to do it again. The last time I simped, I ended up in a 10-year relationship because I was afraid of crazy. Uh-oh. And couldn't leave. She had to Wayne Brady me a couple of times, but I finally set myself free. Ah! After she deleted my snap marathon. That was the <gasps> final straw. Uh-oh. She deleted my snap marathon on the DVR so she could keep Medea on the DVR. <gasps> no, she didn't. Oh. See, Tyler Perry saved my life, and now she's gone. <laughs> Anyways, this has been a very short and sipping story of many to come. Just ask, and I tell yours truly, Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. 
Victoria P.S. Fuck Mario Chalmers. Hey, chill. <laughs> wow, that that's terrible. I hate to hear that you used to sell, but I'm glad you learned from it. Yeah. Hey, I think I'm everybody... got ready to snap, too. Me and Roger Lewis, and that is snap. I'm telling y'all now, it's snap. Come on, Netflix parties. Oh, it's on and crack. Yeah, now I will watch that in a party. I don't mind. Yes. I don't need all the details. They repeat everything five times anyway. Yes. It's like, it's like the narrator says it, then they have a couple people say it, like, but the bottle of poison was found near his food. Yeah, uh, and they'll be like, Prosecutor Larry Jones. Yeah, the bottle of poison was right there next to a food. Defense attorney, Margaret Smith. Yeah, they found that bottle of poison. <laughs> yes. It was next to his food. Yes. Tyrone, it was in the kitchen with him. Yeah, that nigga had that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bottle of poison next to the food. Like, okay, I, I got it. You didn't have to make this one an hour. 20 minutes would have sufficed. Anyway, uh, Marshall writes in, <clears throat> Return of the Noise Fuck Dominoes. Uh-oh. I always related more to with heroes through my life, but the other night had me straight ready to flip that script. Last Sunday, I was watching Dexter and started getting hungry. I hopped on the laptop to order some bonus wings from Domino's, hoping I'd get my food before the show was over. Half an hour later, I get a call from the delivery guy saying that he's outside. I tell him, cool, my house is in the back. I'm coming to the door. The guy says he can't come back here because it's against policy. I ask the dude where he is there. He tells me he's in his car. I'm like, what the fuck? I asked him if, his, if if it was policy for me to come to his car. He tells me that he isn't getting out until I come all the way outside. I tell him that I've never had to do that before because they always come to my door. He says they aren't supposed to do that and tells me to come to his car. I remind him I already paid for the food. Just bring it up. And he says that that's too bad because he's not waiting any longer and takes off. Oh! Then I got heated. I was ready to curse a fucker out. I called up the store. I ordered more. I ordered from the manager. And I ordered from. Oh, okay. He called up the store that he ordered from. And the manager gets on the phone saying that it's their policy. I asked him what the hell the deal is because they've always brought it to my door. And she tells me it's because the driver got pistol whipped the week before and they're trying to be safer. I reminded her that I've ordered from them multiple times and there's never been an issue. Plus, I paid for the food already, so why the fuck would I do anything to the driver? What the fuck does that have to do with me? She tells me that the suspect was a repeat customer and she will credit back my car and then hangs up. Oh! Now I'm pissed because I'm still hungry and I have to wait for credit to get back to my car over some bullshit. Not the first time I had an issue with them, so I'm ready to take out on some of these... I'm ready to take out some of these fool bitches that work there. Fool bitches. I like that. So, what the, what, what the one guy... So what? The one guy got pistol whipped during a delivery. That shit can happen anytime, and I can show their asses. Damn, don't, don't do it, Marshall. No. Please don't. Okay. Don't make Marshall turn to the Hulk on y'all niggas. No, you don't want that. I'm going to get a red outfit and mask and paint my steel toes red and put a big ass N on my chest for noise. <laughs> And start mashing out the delivery guys. Now y'all remember the Noy? It was a, a now defunct advertising campaign yes. about him ruining people's pizzas and yes, old school. Yes. Yeah, but Domino's is supposed to be able to stop the Noy. So Marshall gonna dress up like the Noy and beat the shit out of drivers. <laughs> I won't even let them get two steps from the store. I wait in the alley right by the store until one of them leaves. Wait for him to put the pizza in the back. And before you can get all the way out the car, I'll slam the door into their side, smash their face on the hood, stomp them in the face with my steel toes until they're unconscious, then pass out their pizza to any bystanders, unlike the other Noid. The other, <laughs> the, 
<laughs> of course, strategies will change, but their shit will always be get, given away. All because their dumbasses think that someone that paid for pizza with a card online will beat their ass when they made the delivery. Are you fucking kidding me? That's alright. You fuck with my stomach, I'm gonna fuck with you. And don't let that Popeyes by my office forget my biscuit one more damn time. I feel you. But you know what? The thing is that they should have told him we don't deliver there no more. I mean, that'll solve that problem. It's like I said. In most people's fundamental nature, you are literally one thing away from being a villain. For this man, it was pizza not being delivered on time. For somebody else, it could be something else. But I'm telling you, everybody's much closer to being a villain than a hero. Because even if you disagree with him going this far... I guarantee a lot of y'all felt that same impulse of like, yeah, I would want to fuck a nigga up, though. Yes, you see, somebody like me would go up to the store. Nah, nigga, give me cash. Don't credit shit back. Right. I don't know, man. But you ordered from the store because you don't want to leave. And you ordered delivery because you want to stay at home. Now you got to get up out the middle of the night and go there and miss whatever's on TV and all that shit. Like, I feel them, man. I I mean, it's... It makes you mad. I mean, the, the other side of this is... After you take a pistol whipping, you probably are going to be kind of cautious. Yes, and that's why I said that you just told him before they took his fucking order, yeah. we don't deliver there. Just, you eliminated the issue. I could have got some food from somewhere else. Yeah, pizza places are so, run so badly. Phil says, Rod and Karen, let me start off by saying Rod has hit the nail on the head yet again. About what one might ask? About how great Sherry is. I too love me some Sherry. Ha 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 ha. Drunk Sherry is even more entertaining. The last casual convo with you guys were on was uh, hilarious. We had a good time. I like the webcam. Will looks m- m- like the positive brother in every after-school special. Picture a drug deal on an elementary school playground, then freeze frame and fade the scene to black and white, and then Will walks up in color and says, What should young Timmy do? As for Justin, I now know who to look out for if I ever had to work at Waffle House. I know it so. Don't serve him. I'm sorry, Justin. Don't, 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 don't serve him. I like the Occupy Walmart idea, but I don't think it would work. In my local Walmarts, there are four of them. Them shits in a 15-mile radius. Uh, you will catch hell trying to find someone. So good luck with getting them to ask if you need assistance. Well, that's the point, though. We're trying to emphasize how fucked up their assistance is. So we're just gonna crowd their fucking Walmart until they learn some fucking customer service. So so we're we're prepared to be there for weeks. That was the whole idea, Phil. Yes, Wall Street America, Wall Street Walmart. We'll sit there. Karen, keep being a down-ass chick. Thank you. Rod, you winning the wife gang, straight sheening. Let my nigga Herm cook, money team. I'm out, Phil. And the last email's from David. Hey, Rob and Karen. I think you mean Rob. Uh, and the title of this email is T-Atheist. Oh. Alright. Hey, Rob and Karen. As two of my biggest believers in the deity known as Tim Tebow, I thought I would inform you that I no longer believe in Tim Tebow. What? What happened? You know what? It's okay. Because he still believes in you. Ah. Uh- That's right. I am now a T-Atheist. Why, you may ask? Because Tebow didn't help me where he where was he the last two days and I was stuck in Denver in an airport with a canceled flight I couldn't get home I couldn't get my homework done Tebow was nowhere to be found I called out to him to his name and nothing T 
Tebow is an in, is an invention of the human psyche to explain the unexplainable. He doesn't exist. He needs to realize that and move into being. We need to realize that and move into being our own salvation. Well, first of all, where was this sent from, David? Your iPad. Right. The iPad that Tebow provided for me. You know, I've had people ah. tell me <laughs> that Tebow isn't real. And those people, I say, take a look. Just look outside. You see all that? How did that get here? I'll tell you, it wasn't no damn Big Bang. I'll tell you that much, okay? All right? If you think the Muslim guy invented that, you must be out your mind. That is straight up Tim Tebow, son. And I don't want to hear it. I also forgot. We had one more comment that I forgot to read. Okay. And then we'll uh, go check out this chat. And, uh, the phone lines are open, 704-557-0186. Um, but the comment was on the show, No More Drama. And it's from Qdential3. Mm-hmm. He says, I thought y'all were kind of dissing old boy's show, but then I thought that these is jokes. Man, y'all straight gave Jaybird that Jaybird do the business, and he just laughed it off as the joke that it was. Anyway, I'm glad that two black men were were baked to settle. Uh, hold on. Let me get this call. Yo, welcome to the Blackout Tips. What up? Man, what they do? Chilling. Oh, what up, chill? How you doing? Man, I'm all good. Man, I'm on this shit. Man, oh, shit. Y'all, <laughs> hey, what the fuck is ratchetness, man? Uh, I ain't trying to go back 200 damn episodes to research what the fuck ratchetness is. I will explain it, but you got to turn your radio down first or your computer down. We getting echo. Yeah. Okay. Are you good? You good Yeah, now? we good now. Okay. All right. Ratchetness is pretty much... The same way that people use the word ghetto or crazy. Yes. Um, any type of un- unexplainable crazy ghetto bullshit. That's ratchetness. You know, niggas be acting ratchet. Like, if you go to a concert and motherfucker pull a gun out and now everybody got to leave and fuck up the whole party. That was ratchet. ratchet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Because, you know, I'm just like, ain't no way in hell. I'm finna go back to one episode <laughs> trying to find out this motherfucking shit. That just wasn't going to happen, man. <laughs> I'm on this shit, too. And this going to be all day affair. Man, I started drinking yesterday. I ain't stopped yet. This finna be all day affair. We still on for tomorrow? Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes. Heaven help every last one of us, goddammit. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Every time you say Man, please. It, do, you know what you asking for, man? Do you? Oh, 
out and nothing. You know what? I guess I'm a villain. Because Karen said the villains have all the fun. And they drink, they fuck them. I guess I'm a villain because I drink, I smoke, and I fuck. And then I fuck some more. And, <laughs> and, and that's just how that shit goes. So I guess I'm a villain. But on the real though, you know what heroes and villains are? Okay. Heroes are trickling in 
as they start listening to the Ray J episodes and just hitting us up like, yo, those Ray J episodes was off the chain. Yes. Y'all motherfuckers killed it. Like, cool, man. I'm glad people liked it. <laughs> yeah, man. It, I mean, it, it, it's good. It's, getting, it, it's funny, man, because like, you, you come in and, and it's people like, okay, we've heard of you. And then like they see your shirts and they, it's, it's wild. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a different when you meet people who listen to the show or people you introduce them and you tell them what you do and they see like the, your merchandise and stuff and they be like, I want to buy that. And I'm always just like, man, I ain't nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, I don't know. I don't have any idea what these artists are going through there because it's like 10 times worse than that. Now, are you so, posting the videos on the site now? Like uh, this week you've been posting A3C stuff? You know what? And, and everybody needs to go check this out. I'm about to link it to the blog in probably 30 minutes. I got an interview with Nene Yang Claire. Let me tell you something. Them motherfuckers are crazy. Like, they are crazy. What who, about... Who, who, who was the interview Who was the interview with again? Yin Yang Twins. Oh, the Yin Yang Twins. Okay, yeah. so you about to post that up on Where'sMy40Acres.com in about 30 minutes? Yeah. It's actually on YouTube right now. If you want to go to YouTube... And uh, look for Phenom Black. It's actually posted there right now. That is some funny shit. I don't know what the niggas be on, <laughs> but they be on with some shit, man. Like they, they, we met with the city council for Atlanta, okay, at New Era to to like say thank you A through C for setting this up every year and we love what you're doing. Da da da. It was a formal like event, okay. And they were handed a plaque and everything. I mean, black dude in suit, you know, white guy getting the plaque from him. It was real. Who the fucking Yin Yang twins is standing there, right? It's a freeway Yin Yang. And then these two real councilmen. <laughs> it, it, it was weird as hell. So it's like city <laughs> city councilmen sitting next yes. to the Yin Yang twins. Yes. It's <laughs> 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 fucking D-Rock. Goddamn. Go check out the uh, where's my 40 acres.com. I'm about to get to this next call, but thanks for calling, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. That's right. And no Twitter beef. All do Twitter beef. Exactly. Talk that shit. Peace. Peace. All right. Yo, you're on the air with the Black Eyed Tips. Tips. What up? What's up, man? Chill, What's chill. Up? It's Sounds Brent, right? right? Yeah, you know his Brent, bro. I had to check, man. Shit, niggas be having that down south same accent. Yeah. Yeah, man, but you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful for the misrepresentation, man. But, yeah, man, another day, another black guy who says, another day, speaking on the ratchet that is the NCAA, speaking on the Netflix movies, man, I, I, I really love the podcast. I've been having to struggle to listen to it. Man, my cute computer broke down, so I had to listen to it on my phone, but I had a question to ask you. Uh, yes, sir. And, I, and it's, 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 a, it's something that's it's a new fan that I think is pretty ratchet. And I was wanting to know where you rated it, because I rated it on a 10 on the ratchet and the scale. These chicks with these stars tattooed on them, though. 
up the side of the body and all oh, yeah. the hands and down the head. I see that all the time in the pornography that I check out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is nothing personal. I just hate them shit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you hate like, that, man? It just, it just don't, why the hell would you, would you pay somebody to draw a bunch of damn little stars on you, like, like a little, like some little crayon looking star, like some of little child you on you? I just hate them shits, man. When, they, when I see a girl, it's almost a turn off. But then when you come on them shits, it's like you coming on the galaxy, man. It's mind-blowing events. Stars everywhere. It's like a tramp stamp all the way up the side of her body. You know? That's how I see yeah, it. Yeah, man. Give you I something just, to I aid for. I just don't understand. That shit just, it just, I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> It's, I don't know, man. I'm sorry, man. It just, it's just something I, I just take. But it is rational. But then again, you know, holes are ratchet. You don't so, have yes, they are. You don't have to be sorry or apologize, mm-hmm. man. It's, hey, we, it's all difference of opinion and whatnot. It's, I mean, honestly, to me, that would make you more, if I was single, somebody I would want to kick it with because we both not into the same kind of chicks. So, I, yeah. I, I look at tattoos and, like, cigarette smoke, and I'll be like, shit. I love tattoos now, but, you know. Now, I don't like people smoking because I'm a singer. You know, that's fucking with my money, so you can't right. smoke around me. That's messing with my throat. Right. But, you know, I have nothing against tattoos. I just don't like them damn stars. Well, if, if she smokes. But let me, let's start, let's, how about we start up a Nigel Morgan fan club, though? That's what I really want to know. I, I love who? me some Nigel Morgan, dog. Nigel Morgan, who's that? Man, Nigel Morgan, you got to look at this cat off the Milwaukee Brewers, dog. They look the black dude. Oh, you know, oh you t- all right, you talking about baseball. I ain't, I ain't trying to hate, but I just don't watch baseball. That's why I didn't know. I don't that. watch baseball either. I don't either. But when I see this clip to this dude on sports, that this dude is like the best thing ever, though. All right, I'm going to check it out after the show, man. You got to check that I, I dude out. Got. After the show, you would say, like, you'd be like, yeah, I like Nigel Morgan. He's like the run our shit, though. I ain't watch the single game of baseball, but I look for every Nigel Morgan game. <laughs> All right, that's what's up, man. I'll definitely do that, Brent. And th- thank you All for right. calling the show, dude. Thank you. All right, all right, R.P. R.P. Hank Williams. Yes. Monday Night Football. Yep. Yes. Are you ready for some fascism? <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. All right, peace. Peace. Um, <laughs> all right, man. So, um, we got a couple questions in the chat to check out. Um, Morgan said for Karen to move over, and she did. Yes. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, do you have a PS3? I went through two rings of death and said, fuck that. That's Marshall. <laughs> and the answer is no. no. We do not. We're a 360 household. Mm-hmm. But I don't play the uh, 360 versus PS3 debate bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. It's really not worth it. And, you know, love who you want to love, live how you want to live. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have a PS3. You'll probably never get one. Nope. Um, and the last question is from Classic Materia, host of uh, the Cold Slither podcast. Mm-hmm. And Classic Material says, should Herman Cain hire Ray J to be his campaign manager, they would be turned up. Herman team. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Herman Cain is adorable. Ray J is pathetic. Yes, they so, are not on the same level. I don't want no, those two Her- dealing Herm with each other. could not cook under those conditions. He would just come in and drop his A rate into it, F rate. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Please leave Herm alone. Let him cook. When I say let him cook, I also mean let him cook for the people like Ray J that think they can help. They can't. That's right. Let That's Herm right. cook. If he wants a campaign manager, he needs to talk to me 
and Chris from the Insanity Check Podcast, <laughs> which I will be on tomorrow, by the way. Uh, but yeah, you, you talk to us because we have ideas to let her cook, and other people are just gonna fuck it up. Can't be threatening white people and talking about people that like people that that have sex with people. No, no, thank ah, you, Ray J. No, no, thank you. All right, so um, looks like we're out of questions, questions. Yep. and uh, looks like we're um. Looks like that's it for the show, man. Yeah. No more phone calls, all that shit. Oh, and I was about to read this comment. Um, so Q Dental said, anyways, I'm glad that two black men were able to settle their differences in Obama's America praise Tebow. And um, yeah, and, and yes. you know, and I still like there were a couple comments about it on Twitter yesterday. And Rashani was saying stuff like, Well, if uh I say something to you off the air, then I know it's gonna end up on the show and that's the lesson I learned, which I, that's not the lesson you learn, because there's more shit behind this and stuff that I didn't say, you know? And also, I felt the need to address it publicly because the comments were made publicly. You can't yeah. you can't just take that out of it. Like, it's, it's almost like if I just went, like, basically you went on Twitter and you said, Rod, you know, Rod, at Rod included in Scarfinger and Phenom Black, I can't believe y'all don't support my show. I can't believe I support y'all and y'all diss my show. I can't believe that. Then you're saying that in public. Now, if I don't have any response back to it, then that kind of makes... People will start filling in the blanks for themselves. And for me, I feel like it's much better to be upfront about shit like this because if you let people just go behind the scenes and put their own narrative to it... Ain't no telling what they're going to come up with. What they come up with will be worse than whatever really happened. I guarantee you that. Yes, that's true. I guarantee you that. And I would much rather be upfront, not open, and be like, this is how it works. And plus, it gave us a chance to address... People in general, because 95% of what I had to say on Thursday's show wasn't about Rashani. Mm-hmm. It's about everybody. Um, yeah. Like, this is how we work as a podcast, yes. as people, and this is how to interact with us. Because we never really talk about it, but we probably should because I don't want any problems. I don't want any, um, you know, I don't want people to have those type of misunderstandings. Yes. And when you don't when you don't address things up and, front, and it leads to about them. Yeah, it leads to miscommunication. It leads to people assuming things. It leads to people making up things. And we would kind of want to nip that in the bud because our, our podcast isn't about any of that. Right. So that's why, I, you know, I responded publicly on the show because I don't want people speculating, to be quite honest with you. And I would rather them hear it from us on the show mm-hmm. than following stuff over Twitter because even on Twitter, things get taken out of context. Yes, it does. If they would have just read one or two of those statements that were on Twitter and not really seen the entirety of the responses and mm-hmm. all that stuff, it just looks like me and Rashani are arguing. And I'm and like, not, I don't want people yeah. to get that impression. And that's not what's going on. Yeah, I think it's important to both of us that people are like, you know, remain fans and don't pick sides and don't do all that because it's not about that. Like, yes, because it's fans that are, love our show, that love his show, fans that love his show, that love our show. And my thing is that you don't want, um, my thing is that I don't want a division among fans. You don't want people to have to pick, because it's, it's not really about that, because it's about uh, podcasters uh, reaching each other's networking and things like that. Well, plus, I mean, you have your own, like, he has his own show, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it would, if, if he wants to address it, you know, he can address it there. Um, it's, and it's really not, you know, it's nothing personal to me. Like, I guess it's just, I don't know. It's nothing personal to me. And as you can see, people are writing the show, people... Hit me up on G Chat and stuff, wanting to know what happened and yeah. all this stuff. 
and it's one of those like man it's better to say it once and be like man just go listen to this show yeah then to constantly be like all right so this is what i heard happened and this is what he said happened and this is what now now it just looks like we got drama all over the damn place and i don't want to have it you Mm -hmm. know but um yo thank you definitely everybody that checked out the show thank you to the people in the chat room yes thank you for everybody they gave uh, yeah all the feedback all the retweeters stuff like that uh, we really do appreciate it, man. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and of course, we'll be doing this again next week. Uh, tomorrow's guests are Chill and Toya. Oh, yeah. So you're probably going to want to check that show out. Yes, um, yes, yes. I got a feeling Mario Chalmers might come up. Yes, and I think uh, Dick's going to be sucked too. I don't think any dicks will be sucked tomorrow. <laughs> I, I really get the feeling uh, they will not they won't come up. Also, uh, I'll be on the Insanity Check podcast tomorrow morning, and probably Karen too. I I, I forgot to ask, but I assume that. Oh, it's you know I'm down. There. But um, yeah. So you can check us out there, and um, I guess that's it for now. Until uh, next time, love you, you too. Mwah. Whoa! I get your hands in the air and get the clapping of them like back and forth because I, this is what you thought it was. It means the brothers from Britain and the Kirby Desert. I be the ever old and double And check out the man. Slim Shady, brain dead like Jim Brady. I'm an M80, you little like that Kim lady. I'm buzzing, dirty dozen, naughty rotten rhymer. Cursing that you play is worse than Morty Schottenheimer. You whacking in the motherfucker you bitch your style from. You ain't gonna sell two copies if you press a double album. Admit it, fuck it, while we coming out in the open. I'm doing acid crack, smack coke, and smoking dope then. My name is Marshall Mathers, I'm an alcoholic. I have a disease and they don't know what to call it. Better hide your wallet, cause I'm coming up quick to strip your cash. Bought a ticket to your concert to come and whip your ass. Bitch, I'm coming out swinging so fast that it make your eyes spin. You getting knocked the fuck out like Mike Tyson. The proof is in the pudding, this ass is Sean Holman. I slit your motherfucking throat worse than Ron Goldman. So when you see me on your block with two blocks, screaming fuck the world like Tupac, just don't give a fuck. Talking that shit behind my back. Dirty Mac and telling your boys that I'm on crack I just don't give a fuck So put my day back on the rack Go run and tell your friends my city's whack I just don't give a fuck But see me on the street and duck Cause you gon' get stuck, stoned, and snuck Cause I just don't give a fuck I'm nicer than Pete, but I'm on a search to crush a milk bone I'm everlasting, I melt vanilla ice like silicone I'm ill enough to just straight up dish you for no reason I'm cold and it's no season when it's 20 below freezing Flavor with no seasoning, this is a sneak preview I dish your magazine and still won't get a weak review I make your freak leave you, smell the Folgers crystals This is lyrical combat, gentlemen hold your pistols But I form like Voltron and blast you with my soda missiles Slim shade Eminem was the old initials Extortion, snorting, supporting abortion Pathological liar, blowing shit out of proportion Delunious, zanious, spontaneous, sporadic Impulsive thinker, compulsive drinker Addict, half animal, half man Dumping your dead body inside of a fucking trash can With more holes than an Afghan So when you see me on your block with two blocks Screaming fuck the world like two pops I just don't give a fuck Talking that shit behind my back Dirty Mac and telling your boys that I'm on crack Shooting up while this racket is spinning Clinically brain dead I don't need a second opinion Fuck drop
dropping a jewel. I'm flipping a sacred treasure. I bite your motherfucking style just to make it fresher. I can't take the pressure. I'm sick of bitches.